Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. Or the moment defines you. Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes and with me is Jansen Miserak, Pete Lineweber, and a new person to the pod, Zach Bussman. Zach, manager of administration, usually up at the front. Now you're out way back here with us. How's it going? It's going good. It's good to be on, finally. Um, You've been a loyal listener. I'm pretty much a golf practice super fan, so (laughs) glad to be here. I mean, you were like a super fan before you even started working here. Is that that's correct? Like that is correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, love listening to the pod on the long drives. Um, When I did do an internship here, that's where I really got into it. And yeah, it's great. And now you're in, you know, Peter Donahue's seat. So I know it's really. It is a huge seat to fill. This is what, like, uh, I don't know, Zach Levine feels like sitting in Michael Jordan's chair, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. All right. All right. Um, So today's our our roundtable season season recap discussion. In the past episode, I shared with Pete some of my, uh, I don't know, recap of the past year, how things went, what I'm hoping to do for the you know, for the future. And so I thought we would check in with some various, you know, other coaches and, you know, golfers to see how that season went, see um, more interesting things that went wrong than things that went right, um, and, and kind of go from there. So, Jansen, you're up first. Cool. What's happening? <laughs> Not much. How are you? Uh, where do you want me to start? Right. Uh a couple years ago, you shot 29 on nine holes. <laughs> Did you catch the 20s at all this year? No, not even, not even close. Oh. Uh, yeah, God. Oh, tough scene. On that is really <laughs> great, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tough year. Didn't do that. <laughs> might not ever again in my entire life. Um, okay, so let's start with happened once. How like let's think. I mean, you think back to last last off season. Sure. Think about things you were working mm. on. Yeah. And think of, and then I want to know like so so give me that and then give me like how you felt going into you know just summer of 2021 golf. Yeah. So off season big big covid off season a lot of time to practice once we kind of unlocked the doors to the cube and was going through some big swing changes to shorten up my swing. And I and maybe shorten up isn't the right right word cuz I actually I think I I would describe it as lengthening my swing, but um, what I needed to do was create more width and more depth in my backswing. Uh, I would get, I'd get the club kind of collapsing in the back, and it would just throw off my sequencing because I would have like way too much hinge and lag that looked like a lot of power, but then my, my body would stall because I would have to like flip to square the face, and then my dynamic loft would go through the roof. So how I would describe that is like I was turning my 7-iron into like a 9-iron when I would be swinging bad. When I'd be swinging good, I'd turn my seven to an eight, but it wasn't optimal. So, you know, I wanted to turn my seven into a seven, if you will. Wow. Uh, so you're really supposed to like turn into a six. Yeah, e- so. even even better, yeah. you know. But you know, baby steps. So we got there. Uh, I did a, a lot of pause reps again. Uh, I did, and what's a pause rep? Uh, those, you know, the pause reps are something that I like to do in my own training, but then also with, with other people that are trying to learn or maybe optimize certain positions in their golf swing, especially early on in the off season. <coughs> and that is where you will rehearse what you want to do, but you'll, you'll freeze there. And so you'll, it's, it's a pretty realistic rep where you'll go back and then hold and through your, hopefully through your proprioception or just your awareness, you can feel where you need to be 
either make an adjustment or just recognize that you are where you want to be and then still be able to hit the ball from there or make a make a downswing, whether you're hitting a, a ball or not, trying to scrape the tape, whatever that might be. So it's I think it's a very productive way to build awareness, um, start to blend new positions into your swing and, and progress. So I did a lot of that, just a lot of go back and hold, go. Okay. Back and hold, adjust, go. So. Did it. That's I mean, cool. That sounds boring. It is. Okay. Um, but it worked. But okay. So. All right. I yeah. tried so, to spice so it what up. do you mean? So when you say it worked, like what? You took a video in September and they took a video in April and it was different or what? I would say it looked a lot better. Uh, it looked like I what I wanted it to look like. Not that not that I really cared, but I would use video as 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 a way to measure is it still collapsing or not. And, it, and if it wasn't, then I knew that I was on the right direction. But mostly, I was looking at trackman numbers and just looking at the ball flight of how the ball came out, yeah. and uh, and then just it started to it started to go. I the biggest like the biggest way it works is just the ball flight was just like totally different. Because the ball's going like so much further, so that just kept me in it. Because like even through the boring practice of of pause reps, when you see the ball flight start to change, like get you pretty bought in to just like do the reps that you know you should be doing, mm -hmm. even though they weren't always the most fun. But I tried to spice it up with like you know, pausing for different amounts of time or pausing less. So you were like feeling good going into. Oh, and then I did all the speed training stuff. Once I kind of went through, co I would say COVID. And uh, the beginning of that whole off season was was very very productive, and then I felt really great about my swing for like a long time. And so, really, more towards the end of the off season or winter phase two, it was like all speed training and just kind of body movement because I I had the club finally where I wanted it to. So I came into the spring and, and even early summer with like more distance than I've ever had, and. Uh, just incredible sequencing and, and when I played in the spring it was like it was sweet because I was like I, I wasn't keeping up with Pete over here but you know I was pretty keeping close, up, pretty well, close. but I was in it I was in it further than I'd ever hit it you know going out and playing sunset and being in spots in the fairway and having clubs into holes that you've never had before it's like really it was like pretty fun it's really fun <laughs> But it didn't last, oh. so that was that was a little bit of a disappointment. Because and that's just because I stopped playing because I got super busy in the summer and didn't play as much as I normally do in the summer. And yeah, I mean, you have a girlfriend so, now. Yeah, I do. You can't like it stay. Takes up time. It you takes can't up time. like practice after work for like two hours. Yeah. Or before work, like you used to be yeah. able to. Why are you going in early? <laughs> <laughs> when are you gonna be home? Uh, she's very supportive, but, but yeah, but still you have a person to go hang out with yeah, as opposed to like, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Other, so, I, otherwise I would just hang out at the golf course. I had nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think, I think my biggest takeaway from this season was that if I'm not going to spend as much time working, I have to be better with like my. I have to be better with my periodization of like how I prepare for the season so that my performance can last longer because uh. it really only last lasted for a couple months and then I kind of stopped playing for a couple months and then when the staff tourney came around and I started to play a little bit more like I had no endurance on the golf course it felt weird to play 18 holes and I just like my swing wasn't as good so oh. it was a little disappointing so you would you say you're you're um was your scoring average better or worse, like, it was this better. year compared to the year before? Was it really? It was better. It was better by almost a stroke. Oh, you kept track? Yeah, I did. Oh, nice. I'd have to pull it. I'd have to pull it up and That's see. Right. My scoring average was like 73 or so, I think, this year, oh. which is pretty good. Oh. Yeah. But it didn't feel like that, you know, because mm. the, the end of the season had a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. It's like the ball striking wasn't that great. Like, it was still scoring well. It just didn't feel great. Yeah. I'm not trying to complain about yeah. shooting like 73, oh. but it's all right. You know what I mean. Yeah. So, what are you gonna? So, like, what's your? What are you gonna do now? Like, what's your? What's well, I your, definitely what do, you do differently. Well, I was talking. I was talking with my boss at the gym yesterday yeah. about. You know, we have our coaching meetings there once a week, and we haven't had one in a little bit. And he's always pushing us to always have, you know, a fitness goal or mm. a fitness. Okay. And I was kind of like. 
I don't know. I don't know what I want right now because I'm kind of coming out of this season. I can't really play anymore. I'm not really preparing for anything, and I got a long off season ahead. So I don't know if I just want to like take time off, which I kind of have been with my workouts and golf, and just like not really doing anything. Mm-hmm. But I don't also don't really know what I want to do moving forward. So he just asked me a bunch of questions of more down the road saying like, Hey, come summertime, come season. Like, what do you want to be able to do? And so that was start, that was cool. And then we pulled out some, some charts and like periodization charts of how I could structure my training this off season to be a little more optimal. So I will, like, what is that? What does that even mean? So, so I'll go through like four, I'll go through four seasons, not seasons, but like four phases of training. Yeah. The first, and I have to pull it up because there's like there's a lot of different. You can make the argument for a lot of different things, but the first phase is like high volume, low intensity. So, well, I, the intensity is still kind of high, but you're like doing strength training basically. You're doing stability strength training. You're like you're working on the technical skills. So things are kind of moving slow. You're moving a lot of weight around. It'd be like deadlifting a lot. Like I don't know eight five to eight reps really heavy really slow focusing on technique and you like build your way up there so it'd be like doing a bunch of pause reps okay right from a golf standpoint right you know working on the explainer taking a lot of video you know shadowing what you want to do you're not like trying to hit golf shots you're trying to like work your like work your mechanics Mm -hmm. and then that will last i'm not really sure how long that'll last probably until about january and then I'll start to crank up the intensity. So like you won't be as technical. You'll trust like your motions that you have. You'll start to bring the volume down a little bit, but crank up the intensity. So like in my training, my heart rate will start to go a little bit higher. Um, my speed will start to move a little bit faster. The weights will change a little bit. Uh, and then from a golf standpoint, like then I'll start to like make things fluid. And then, then the intensity cranks up big time. So that you're like going more for that like peak performance, trying to like set new records, more power training, things like that. And then like right before the like the competition, as they would say, you'll have like a deload phase. So that's where you almost like recover a little bit before you're ready to go perform. So I still have to figure out like all the dates of that. But basically what I learned from that conversation was I peaked too early in my training last year because I didn't go through the proper amounts of volume in the off season. I only went through like that first portion, then mm-hmm. did a bunch of speed training. And then it like, it was awesome in the spring, but it, I didn't have that s- sustainability from, from my previous training. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, Where so that's it? what I'm going to do now is like be more aware and more strategic with what volume and what loads I'm putting on my training from a golf standpoint and a workout standpoint uh-huh. so that my body can be the, better not only in the spring but like throughout the summer and then i just have to carve out more time what are you gonna so. do in your swing anything yes i don't know if i want to go into it yet why secret that's yeah. what i'm here for i'm your swing coach that's true you are my swing coach i don't know i don't know if i can articulate it yet wow is it could you draw a picture of it is it a is it like a, a color um, purple. <laughs> no, it's orange. Orange, <laughs> of course. I would. So I, I definitely, I fell back into some old habits. So I gotta, I gotta revisit some width in yeah. the backswing mm-hmm. and some club face oh. things. And then in the, it most of it's all gonna be transition work. Okay. Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Didn't you go into this year? Trying to hit cuts with your driver instead of draws. I try to hit cuts on everything. It cuts on, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a big like everything. You didn't mention that, mm-hmm. but that was a big. That change. was big. Yeah, that was a big change. The cuts really went well with the speed training. Yeah, because of the way I had I was swinging like those tools uh-huh. it felt better to do, and with like all that rotation, I could swing as left as I want, and knew the face would always be held open. So mm-hmm. it was pretty. It was pretty nice. But when my body wasn't moving as that functionally anymore, yeah. that cut turned into like this like really weak, healy right miss. Mm-hmm. So 
I tr- I almost tried to hit draws like in the staff tournament, which was just like oh. a huge disaster. Because <laughs> like, I haven't hit a draw in a year, mm. so but it was... you you had or I mean I would say you hit like straight balls. Yeah, all it year. was very straight. Like, yeah, you weren't hitting. It was straight. Fa- I don't think you it... were ever hitting fades with your driver. I don't think I ever hit fades with the driver. Yeah, but I did with the irons. But okay. it wasn't it wasn't as routine as I would have yeah. liked. Even though in my practice it was like fade 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 fade. Got it. Just so that when I went on the course, it was straight. Oh. That's kind of always been the strategy. But I would say like more fades this off season than ever. Got it. But it didn't. Yeah, it didn't translate like I thought it would. Mm. So I think I'm just gonna try and. So it didn't. So the pa- so, pause reps they didn't do everything. Mm. They got me the speed I wanted. Okay. They got me like the the structure and the speed I wanted, but maybe like the shape mm. not quite. Sure. It's just a really straight ball flight, so I'm not, I don't really have too many complaints about that i was reading this golf book called golf from point a and they said one way you should think about your swing is the swing they said this should be your swing thought the swing has a beginning and an ending and nothing in the middle what do you think about that it's pretty cool yeah i like that a lot actually i know i feel like when i was swinging my best the only thing i was worried about was getting to the target yeah you know what i mean like the finish so because Gankis cool. does lots of like freezers and like pause reps, and I feel like sometimes that gets me like thinking too much about like what my arms are doing in the middle of the swing. Yeah. In a way that's like not necessarily helpful. Yeah, and you I've know, gone down that rabbit like, hole too of like, like you have to get it in the spot. Come here, but then you're like you're too focused on your arms, and yeah. then your arms are the first thing to go, and it's like yeah. no, I want my body to go. Yeah. You know all these things. There's no way you're actually like getting it into that spot every time anyway. So I feel like pretty. I kind of get pretty in the zone, like when I practice, like when I do do that those pause reps, and I can yeah. only I can only practice like that for like 20 minutes at a time. I think. Yeah. Because it takes a lot out of my brain. Because I because I will do the same thing, and it I, it won't be a productive session, because yeah. you're too worried about the club and your arms yeah. or whatever. But when I feel like that's the most beneficial is when you're really in tune with your feels and not necessarily like the positions does that make sense yeah i mean don't you think we like get too concerned about that just in general like for sure just because we're coaches i don't know yeah yeah it probably has something to do with our profession right yeah but it's tough i don't know tough balance it is a tough balance and i think there's there's always a point too where you just start trying stuff just to try it because we're you like see it online yeah you see it online and we're around one another and you know you know Pete might come up to me and say hey I I've been trying to do this I'm like oh that's kind of cool like I think I might I might give that a try for a second or just ex- try and experience that or mm-hmm. you know give Zach a a drill to do and you know mm-hmm. you see him coming out from behind the desk like hey Zach try this mm-hmm. you know we did this in class last night I think you might like it you know you can always uh, tinker in but uh. then. You got to stay on the straight and narrow if you want to stay on your project. So stay organized. I'm it takes a lot about, of discipline. I haven't decided yet. I'm thinking about going only nail drill for the the whole off season. For you? yourself? Yeah. Mm. I got the only, only swing. The only thing. Changes. I tell you what. Do you think that would? You shared that with me, like just implementing that to like being a. Like a feel coach, yeah. You know, like, hey, we're gonna work on your feels and yeah. work on your abilities through those. Yeah. Feel- hey, what that feel like? Hey, did you do that? Well, you got to feel this more. Yeah. You do- like that was incredible. I saw a lot yeah. of change. Because I did stance. it the other day, and I was like just trying to. It's basically there's an you have a nail and a ball, and you envision hammering the nail into the ball, and you can do it in different angles or like directions. And when I was like trying to do it different ways, like I was doing it while noticing like all the different changes that my like body was making to like make it happen. So, like, it involved, like, setup, like, weight mm. shift, things my hip was doing, the way the club was swinging through. Like, basically, like, six changes that, like, if I wasn't doing the nail drill, I would have, like, tried to be thinking about all those. Yeah. At one, You know, okay, I got to, you know, shift this way and turn this way and get my hands in this spot and then yeah. lead, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. Bo- lead with the lower body, you know? And it's, like, well, it's cool that's a horrible s- it's way cool to It's cool you say to that because going back to what you said earlier of, like I can't articulate it, but could I draw it? Yeah. I have this picture in my brain of where I want the club to get back to at impact yeah. for the optimal ball flight that sure. I want to see. So what? Like hands, hands forward, so like, like hands, hands more forward, yeah. my chest more open to the target. 
but it, yeah, just seeing the club de-lofted and, and exiting kind of closer to like my left pocket. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the, the nail is a great way to illustrate that as well. Yeah. But I just, I do it with kind of visualizing the entire club rather than just the nail and the club head. But I no, think that, the moral, the, the takeaway of like both of those is we're more in tune with what we want to happen at impact. And if you can do that, yeah. then. Well, I just wonder if the other things will come. With, like, yeah. You know, hitting the shots you want to hit. Yeah. I just think sometimes that'll come. I don't know. It's maybe my experiment. Not sure if it'll work or not, but. Right. Okay. Well, I have a, I, I'll pass the mic over, but I, what, tell me what you think about this. Yeah. Every ball, and I've done this for almost a week, but I don't know how I feel about it. Every ball I hit this off season, I don't look at the ball at impact. Ooh, it's so like getting just, your eyes forward. I, l- I look at where wow. I want the ball to go. Freaks me out. I love that. Every single ball. Uh, every one, though? Like 100%? Like every ball, uh-huh. except for chipping and putting. Uh-huh. I've done it so I far. Mean, it's like crazy. Uh-huh. So I'm just like trusting my feels mm-hmm. and like my my picture in my brain of the club at impact, but I'm not looking at the ball when I hit it. I'm already looking at the target. Cool. Great. Yeah. I don't have strong opinion either way. Right. Sounds good. Swing coach approved. Let's keep doing it. <coughs> Do you remember our match at Spring Valley? Which one? One on one. Me and you? Yeah. No, not really. You don't? Wow. Do you remember? It w- we did we did the rule where it was like if you go down two you get a shot, but none of us ever went down two. And it was like back and forth the whole time. Oh yeah. And then I yeah. won a hole seventeen, but then on hole eighteen I got the wrong yardage and I like hit my ball into the tree in the parking lot. Yes, yes, I tied. do remember that. We teed off the back that day, right? Oh yeah, so it was nine that yep. Yep. That was a crazy match. Yep. That you don't remember. But I did. <laughs> well, I remember now, All but right. that's right. really All the right. only All thing right. I remember because I I was right. I had brought my phone out because I was trying to video you. Oh yeah, in it that out tree. of the trees because I'm like, work. if anybody's gonna pull this shot off, <laughs> it's Andy, case. and I want to have it on video. But yeah, it didn't, didn't work out. Didn't quite work. Yeah. But but that was a good season. It was yeah. fun. And some good rounds. Uh, good rounds early in the season, and uh, it was exciting. So I'm excited to let it be more sustain- sustainable. Right. This we played year. a lot more. We played a lot more rounds or like match. Like match type rounds. Did a lot more matches this year, which I really enjoyed. That was fun. One of my, I didn't have the, like the courage to like commit to it for the for the year. But one of my goals was to, like, to like never keep score for the whole year. God, that's hard. And I think I like I don't think I kept score after April, like of my eighteen hole score. So I, I just remember, like, we played lots of matches. So, like, I know, yeah. like, I have an idea of scores out of shot, but, like, yeah. I, know, I think I'm going to. My favorite match was up at Lasonia when we did 36. Oh, yeah, I wasn't even in that. So, that all right, that was awesome next. <laughs> freaking epic. Next. That was so fun. Next, next person. <laughs> <laughs> all right. FOMO. All right, thanks, uh, thanks Andy. Thanks, yeah, thanks for, for being coming. my swing coach, and uh, I'll keep you updated. All right. All right, Zach, you're up next. All right. Um, talk talk to us about how uh, you know you're feeling golf wise going into the season. Where yeah. The game at? Yeah. So going into the season, I was so excited, and because I had a pretty good 2020, especially late in the year, okay. and then. Quickly did I realize that I didn't have my game anymore. Um, you lost it. Yeah, I lost it, and <laughs> I didn't know how to fix it, and lost all confidence, really. I mean, like, I'm not as good of a golfer as, like, all of you in the room, yeah. but I'm a decent – I'm a pretty good player, and, like, I would not expect to be shanking the ball, yeah. like, shot after shot, <laughs> and not being able to fix it. <laughs> Like, not being able to fix it on my own, really, in any way. So you were so. shanking the ball. I was shanking the ball, yeah. Oh. That was the main concern. <laughs> I'd say. Um, it's scary. It's a scary way to play golf. It's very so scary. what... I mean, like, what'd you do? I mean, I tried to just, like, target the toe, and that would help sometimes, but yeah. then 
I kind of started asking our coaches. Like, I remember uh, you, Andy, were helping me out with it, mm-hmm. having me actually line up on the heel mm-hmm. with the club face and see if that worked, and it would work. And then I would think I had it solved, but then when I'm practicing on my own, it would come up again. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it, and then it all came down to, like, got a lesson from the godfather, Peter wow. Donahue. And he, like, he fixed me in two minutes. And then, <laughs> Jeez. and then I thought I was good again, but then I wasn't, like, I wasn't good. I, I would go out on the golf course and play actual rounds. Yeah. And, like, I'd get through eight holes, hitting it pretty well, feeling good, and then it would happen. And once once the first one would happen, yeah. then they would they Jeez. would happen. And Just a rainfall. Yeah. Yeah, so. So did you, I mean, is this still a, something that you're, like, dealing with, like, on the course? Thank God, no, it's not. It's right. it's not really something I even think about now. Um, so what was... Moved on to other things. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What was like, what do you say is like the turning point then? Like why, like, was there just one round you just like played around and you never shanked and then you're good after that or sort of a lesson or a thought or sort of like that. Um, definitely when I started gaining confidence, that was key. That was huge. Like confidence is, is big to have. I, I feel like in my game and like when I feel good, when I just am confident and not thinking about any negative things, then I tend to play better. Yeah. And it's hard to do if you're shanking. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and then, like, I don't know, kind of coming to this company and being around the track mans and all the technology all the time. Yeah. Like, really just try to change a bunch of things in my swing. And, and like, for the spring and until probably July, I, my game just overall wasn't where I wanted it to be. Do you think because you were trying to ch- change too many things or... I think because you're shanking it I, or both. Well, I fixed the shank, which was great. Okay, but when? then when I probably fixed that around June. Okay, so June or earlier yeah. in the year. Yeah, okay. like late June. Right. But then you know there were other things like it's not like I was shooting seventy five, seventy six, which I have done before and like mm-hmm. feel like I should be able to do yeah. fairly consistently. Like, yeah, it would just I would have rounds where I'm not striking it well, chunking it or thinning it. And then that kind of led to the next thing, which was, well, actually a bunch of things. There were things before that. It was like trying to take the hinge out of my swing. Okay. Um, and then Jansen helped me with my takeaway a little bit because it was too out to in. Oh, and okay. yeah, so that was a change. And then for strike, we started working on attack angle, which is something I really learned a lot about. My attack angle was positive on, like, iron shots. Yep. Just, a lot of thins, a lot of chunks. Yeah, and, like, when you sink it up, you you know, you can have a good round, mm-hmm. but it, it's just not yeah. sustainable. Yeah. All right. So since let's, – let's pause here. Since, you know, you're kind of new to you're new, new to the podcast, uh, Pete and Jansen, would you guys give us, like, your 60-second take on Zach and his, his game? Like, what do you see out of him? What type of player is he? Grit. All Just right. pure grit, competitiveness. I love that. Um, I got, was fortunate enough to play with Zach, I don't know, four or five times this summer. Um, my favorite being Lasonia, round two. Jansen yeah, was in the group as well. I'll take you on my well. team anytime, Zach. Um, take you on my team. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a bigger competitor at the company. I mean, I'd say myself. That's the competitor in me saying that. But outside of me, maybe Zach. Um, he's a grinder. He put in the work this year. Um, like he was just saying, he, he had several coaches help him out with certain things, and he has developed a, a knowledge for the game that he probably didn't have a year ago or, or even before that. So, um, But, yeah, grit is the best way I could describe Zach's golf, golf game. Silent assassin mm. is how I would describe Zach's golf game. Quiet, deliberate with what he does, but he's an absolute killer out there. And methodical with your with your game plans. I mean, just listen, listening to all the things that you were working on. I remember you, you know, getting that lesson from the Godfather and seeing those shanks and seeing you be cured, and then going through that journey of of fixing it. Right? It took some time, and and boom, you're you know you got yourself out of that. It's no no easy task. And then 
I remember helping you with your takeaway a little bit and, and that took some time and, and then, uh, to be able to see, like, see you in the staff tournament in our night golf using driver and just chipping this mm. thing around, you know, Incredible. full swinging this thing, like hitting any shot that was demanded with a driver at night <laughs> was incredible. And While so, his teammates were using like wedges and struggling, so he's the know. MVP of his team, really, really incredible. So, uh, yeah, an assassin on the golf course, no matter what club he has in his hand. I'll say this too. I mean, like we're talking about the shanks a lot. Like there have been plenty of golfers who've gotten the shanks and just like can't play. They just they decide like this isn't fun anymore. You stuck to it. You got them again, and you and you and you stuck to it. So, like I said, grit. That's that explains yeah. it. When you got a passion for the game, that yeah. like you understand that. All right, this is just a roadblock that I have to get through. Now I can get through this. When you you suck out uh, guidance, right to help use these resources and maybe those resources got in the way a little bit right it's easy to get distracted with track man but you're able to get organized and, and rock and roll it's pretty cool uh-huh. really good putter nice. too that's all i'll say yeah. great wow. all right zach welcome back um do you feel like those were i mean some pretty big words from some some good players yeah no that that felt great to hear that they they think those things about me <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I try my best. Like, I love playing in matches because, like, I always think to myself that it's fun to try to rise to the occasion and just get it done somehow or, or you know, help a team effort or yeah. or whatever. I feel like I'm more locked in that way. Yep. Um, yeah, so, so what, I guess, like, do you have any goals for the off season? Do you have anything you're trying to work on? going into next year i'm trying to gain some distance Mm. um yesterday it's not a wasn't a bunch of reps but i was just trying to really swing hard with my six iron yeah and i was hitting it further than i have all Mm. season and it was really weird too i found that like all of a sudden when i started swinging really hard my numbers were were better (sighs) the the face to path oh um Spinning and, like and a the, top and the club path as well. Yeah, it's just See like Inception. Maybe have you seen know. Inception? I you know have, but it's been a long time. And like spin, they have that top to like spin. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know what a top uh, is? Like no. like a dreidel. A dreidel. Like a top. They go like bzz, like a top. Isn't it called a top? I, it is. It is. You're yeah. correct. I'm just wondering what your comparison is here. Like where are you going with this? Oh, it's like like when that top is spinning at at max speed, it's like the tightest. And when it when it oh, starts to slow yeah. down, it like w- wobbles a little bit. So sometimes yeah, the golf kinda, swing, yeah, I think is like that. Like maybe you were trying to be a little bit too, maybe mechanical, in I a agree. way that like I agree. I think you're right. And so when you just like go at it, like there's a bit of a it just stays on plane. The club is at an angle and just right. swings on that angle. Right. Yeah. When I'm swinging so like soft and smooth and thinking. Um, a bunch of things while I'm swinging yeah. and just have this completely technical, not free swing. Yeah. Sometimes it's like Don't you're not just getting the numbers right. Like you're, you're just, it. it's too tight. And mm. then you just let it loose wow. and not even worried about the numbers, just trying to strike that golf ball. Wow. And then you look up and wow. yeah. Love it. So, so some more of that. I mean, kind of more of that. Attack angle. Kind of more of that. And an attack angle is something that I'm still focused on. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not fully there. I will I'll have good practice sessions, good nines, but haven't put it together for eighteen. Got it. I, I do feel like ball striking mm-hmm. um is the key to my game. Wow. You mean the key to improving to improving your game? Or like if I was a better iron player, I think I I could shoot yeah, like in the seventh Better time. consistently. Yeah, yeah, consistently. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Um, okay. Um, well, before you go, before you go, Jan, we're going to play an impromptu game that we played at Canal Shores this, this summer. Jansen, I want you to, I want you to give me a number. Give me a num. pick a number between zero and 19. 18. Okay. And now, now give me a color. Orange. Wow, this might be a hard one. All right. Can we go? 
maybe. It, all right, all right. You can give the mic back to Zach. All right, Zach and Pete. Twenty eighteen, Tiger, orange shirt. Anything come to mind? Twenty eighteen orange. <laughs> orange a hard one. He doesn't wear orange that no, that doesn't. often. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Maybe in at the hero, would he have worn an orange shirt? No, it would have been. It was like a red orange, which was on Sunday. But no, I don't. I can't think of an orange one. Yeah, he had white with the gray khakis in that one. Yeah. All right, let's try now. Two thousand. Okay, two thousand two to two thousand four. Green. Green. Oh, Beth Page. 2002, he definitely wore like a lime green. I well, concur with that. Which, which, what tournament was that? The PGA? The US Open was in 2002. Okay. What day? Oh, I mean, I'm going to guess days. Friday. Did he, how did he do that week? Well, he won. Uh, well. Yeah, he won that one. That was the one where Sergio got basically taken down by the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because he would take 45 seconds to swing, fixing mm. his grip, and then he complained that he got the wrong end of the stick with the weather conditions. And then Tiger always gets the right end. And Tiger always gets the right end, and that's that's why he's able to, you know. Well, it's tough. All right, Jansen, do you want to pick another one? Sure. One more. One through 20? Well, you're basically picking a year in Tiger's career, and then you're picking okay, a okay. color okay. that of shirt. 2015, black. The Masters. Wow. Definitely wear black at the Masters on Saturday. With the white stripe down the back? Is I don't that know if that those year? shirts were out yet. Were those shirts think, out yet? Because didn't he also wear yellow that year? He did wear yellow on, on Friday when he got the penalty. Yeah. No, that was, that was 2013. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was 2013. 2015 was the black, though. Got it. Okay. 2013 was the drop where he wore the, the yellow. Okay. The one I was thinking of was 2015 was when Spieth won the U.S. Open at uh, Chambers Bay, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he and Tiger wore all black, I think, Thursday, Thursday or Friday yeah. of that. He missed the cut. And he so missed the one cut, yeah. Oh. I just remember him he in all black in this, like, dune. Yeah. And he stood out like a sore thumb because everything's just burnt to a crisp and brown and oh. tan and beige. And he, you just see this black dot just wailing away at this club. <laughs> I think he let go of his iron, eight iron. It like went flying. I think he like lost control of it yeah, in that shot that you're talking in the, about. In the all black. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right, well, thanks for playing, guys. It's the Tiger game. Pete, you're up. Yes. Um, you said you want to talk about your putting. Do you want to talk? You said you also want to... I'll let you. I had a couple things. I'll let you lead. All right, all right. How did? What did you work on last off season? Where did you? you well, know? my life changed a lot last wow. year. In the last year, um, this Jeez. last off season was my did first. You find God. I. <laughs> uh, I I already had found God prior <laughs> to that. So I don't mean that in a derogatory way. No, I understand. I just, yeah. Um. No. No. I got it. I. I Joined back with the golf practice in September of 2020. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> and I had like a legitimate off season where I could work on my game. Got it. Where got in it, the it. past, right. since college, I, I was unable to do so. Yeah. Um, so my game changed because of that. Um, I I also started playing less than 14 clubs, mm-hmm. um, a half set, thanks to Andy. Um, so I, I didn't play with more than I think max ten clubs. Yeah, do you remember the first time? I, I do remember talked about time. this. Yeah, it's at Calumet. Calumet Country Club. Um, I did it. I had fourteen in the bag, but yeah. I designated I think eight six. or nine. It was only was six. It six. Oh yeah. my goodness! What a, what a way to jump in. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did a match with six clubs, uh, which was fun and interesting. But that's not when I, I had played after that with full sets. Sure. I didn't jump into the fire per se until this year. Um. But, yeah, my game changed because of that. I think I became a better shot maker. Um, I started hitting a lot of half shots, a lot of three-quarter shots. Um, 
I learned to hit an eight iron 140 yards when I would have never done that ever until since maybe when I actually hit my eight iron 140 yards at full speed. So um, that was a fun way to play the game. Um, I stopped relying on yardages as much. I just started kind of playing by feel more. I mean, I didn't have a rangefinder for over a year, so I just kind of played off numbers that I walked off or whatever and or not walked off at all and just kind of eyeballed it. Um, but best golf I've probably played since college for sure, for sure. Um, ball striking was at an all-time high. Irons were great. Driver was good, really good, uh, which it has not been for years. I mean, I didn't last when I started with the golf practice. I only used a three wood, mm. didn't even use driver ever. Um, putting actually started off pretty good. I was we you talked about it on a past episode. Um, I was really confident. I was try, stepping in putts. I was hitting them hard into the back of the hole, playing little break. Yeah. Like Harden, I ever seen anyone hit putts in the hole. I actually hit a putt. Made a bunch of them. I hit a putt on hole nine at Lasonia with with these two gentlemen over here. For birdie, it was about a five footer, maybe less. Um, I hit it. I stepped it in. I was like going to go pick it up, like almost like Kevin Na, like before the ball hit the bottom of the cup, and it hits the back middle of the cup and pops out. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, stop! I just like kind of stopped me in my tracks. Um, But I was confident. I just kind of like was ramming in the back, and then. I think that caught up to me a little bit. I started getting a little too much forward shaft lean, not letting the putter swing. I started getting tense. My grip was grip pressure was going up. Um, I just didn't trust my lines. Didn't just wasn't putting good strokes on it. Um, but Peter Donahue gave me a, a little putting lesson last week. Um, working on a soft left elbow. Um, oh, man, letting the putter swing a little bit more. Um, but like a not, big change. But, well, it, it, yes and no. Um, I still have my forward shaft lean that I prefer. Mm-hmm. But when you, when I have that soft left elbow, it, it lets the putter actually swing through as opposed to me kind of dragging the, the yeah. grip through um, where I was hitting down on it quite a bit. Mm. Um, which, again, I got away with for a little bit this summer when I was yeah. trusting my lines. Um, so putting's a work in progress, but as Zach will tell you, we've had some matches here. Um, I've been putting pretty well as of late. Um, my short game has completely changed or is in the process of completely changing, which is something I haven't done since maybe I was 14 or 15. Um, I've historically played an out-to-in steep, like cut spinny shot off the greens, really only hitting 60 Uh, 60 degree wedges or 56 max um and that has worked for a long time like a long long time but it's started to become a little inconsistent in the strike um rolling out a little bit farther than i'd like a unpredictable first bounce um so i've been working on a little bit shallower angle of attack um a little less out to in not necessarily into out but it feels into out to me feels like i'm swinging positive six who gave you these ideas uh you did you did (laughs) (laughs) um and that's changed it that's changed a lot so i'm i'm starting to kind of buy into it a little bit more um the my old or my my normal pitch motion um is really good out of the bunkers it's really consistent out of the bunkers because you can get away with a little steeper and a little left but um, it's just been fun tinkering with it a little bit and trying it out and trying to hit draws out of the bunker and mm. stuff like that has been fun. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you would play rounds and you like wouldn't miss a shot the whole day, but then you would have like three pitches that were just like 20 feet past the hole. Yeah, that, that happened a couple rounds this summer. So I imagine next year without that, you're going to be shooting 65 every time. Might go on tour. Wow. <laughs> No, no, I love it here. I mean, overall, would would give this season <laughs> that's an A. A. <laughs> it's, it's, an A. <laughs> it's that you love it here. That's your reason for not going on tour. Like you, you, you could be you'd be out there, you know, at Augusta, but no, you love it here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but I'd rate the season an A. A minus. Wow. Yeah. And it was fun playing with you guys. I had never played with Jansen until this year. Um, 
until the middle of summer, really. Um, you know, legend had it that he didn't miss a fairway, and those were true. Yeah. Like he doesn't miss a fairway. I mean, his ball striking is it's frustrating to play against. Mm-hmm. Like it really is. That that match at Lasonia, Steve and I were in the cart thinking, like, God, these guys don't miss a shot. Well, what are we supposed to do? Yeah, you and eh. talk to me about about you and Steve. That's when I think about back about this year. <laughs> I'm just. You guys were always on a team. Steve and I, you know, we played together as teammates quite a bit. I think we played probably nine or ten matches when it came down to it. Um, it started in uh, at this course called Blackstone out in Marengo, Illinois. It wasn't even with any of you guys. It was Steve and I and, and two of his his college friends. We played a match against them, a scotch match, and we found something. You know, I mean, he was he was moping around a little bit in the middle of the round, and we kind of picked it up. I believe we both made eagle on the same hole on no, 12. No, he didn't make eagle. He tells you this every single time. It doesn't matter. He birdied it, at least. Right. I remember he hit the green in two. He had a good chance at eagle. My point I is... I just remember. This has been like the fifth time. <laughs> if he were here, he'd be pulling his hair out right now. Yeah. We we had a good run, though. Um, <laughs> we beat some good teams, including one sitting across the table from me right now, which was probably the highlight. I mean, that's a good team to beat. Um, which t- Wait, Zach, Zach and Jansen. yeah. I mean, they they played their tail off, and and we stuck. We were down for most of the match, and we. uh, Yeah. And we really, I mean, that was one of the funnest matches I can remember. It was just, you know, it was really fun. We'd already played eighteen that morning, and we went right back to it and started off shaky. I think Steve and I both like played the first hole combined like five over par. Came right back on two and birdied it, so it was a good, it was a fun round. But anyway, the the team of Steve and I was successful for the most part. Wow. Um, we had some attitude issues or some, uh, yeah, some attitude issues for a little bit there. Um, but we're working on it, and we're gonna come back better next year. Yeah, are you have have you begun negotiations for next year? I mean, I don't want to. I mean, nothing's. I don't want to overstep, but after. I remember there was a day where Rob and I beat you guys, which is the highlight of my year. Mm-hmm. You know, we, it's really hard to yeah. take you guys down at, yeah. at uh, where was it? Shepherd's Spring Valley. Crook. No, Shepherd's Crook. Oh, you tied us at Spring Valley with that Rob tied you on that. 18. Yeah, yeah and then, sorry. So we did Shepherd's the rematch, and, and I remember I won the last But you remember goals. what was going on during that, game, that, that round? The White Sox game. White Sox playoff game. Yeah. No, I'm not going to make an excuse. You, you be as fair and square. We, yeah. we, we gave you, a, we just like handed you a few free holes and then <laughs> won the last two. And so, um, but afterwards, I think it was that night at the garage party, you and Steve were like, one of you said like, I think that, I think that's it for us. We had a good run. It wasn't me. I wouldn't have said that. And it was, but you don't, you remember the conversation I'm talking about. Vaguely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there may have been some scotch at that party that Yeah, but I mean you guys away. had you had the the this conversation of like, wow, maybe it's time to break up the band. Yeah. And I'm wondering I mean, if, if I'm just asking if things have progressed since then in, Led Zeppelin in either broke way. up the band. I mean, the, there's some great bands that have broken up I'm, over the course of the I'm not of the I'm not saying you should or shouldn't <laughs> do anything. I'm just one uh, the people want to know like is are they coming back next year? We'll be back better than ever next year. Okay. All I right. think uh, Steve is on board with that. I think I'm on board with that. I think we got a long off season together. Nothing's in, nothing's set in stone or on paper yet, but negotiations are going on, okay. um, and we're yeah, we're working towards a better year next right. year. Will you guys be accepting challenges in TrackMan Golf? We will absolutely be accepting <sighs> challenges. Oh, I don't. I mean, we're gonna have to give them shots. We might have to. All right. I have to. Jans and I are nationally ranked in track men golf. Yeah. So, you know. In case you didn't know. <laughs> I've played against the two of you, and I, I don't think I've had much success yeah. on the track man golf. <laughs> Once we get outside, it's a different story, but track man, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll be back. Okay. All right. Anything else? I mean, that was great, guys. Thanks for you know sharing your hearts with the world. Of course. I think w- one, one more thing. Uh, I think as a group, we should continue to still have the goal this next season to just like play more matches and play like more more games because that was fun. 
We played that like modified wolf game up at Spring Valley a couple times. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun and scotch quite a few. Yeah, you matches. still owe me for that. You still owe me two bucks for that, Pete. <laughs> two dollars and a quarter. Too. Yeah, but I won. <laughs> that was the stupidest game ever. I somehow the only time I beat all of you guys and I win two dollars. <laughs> what were we playing? For? It's not what? about the money. It's How about did the we glory. come up with that? I have no idea. But it's you know, ridiculous. you live and you learn, and we'll yeah. make $2. adjustments. As I, we'll I remember. In like the parking lot, I'm like, okay, Pete, you owe me two dollars. And there's this old man there, you know, just like the member at Spring Valley. He's like, two dollars. We play for a dollar a point. Like, <laughs> he was like so taken back that yeah, that he that's was all that that we want. I will say this too. Um, I appreciate all of you guys taking me some new courses this year that oh. I'd never played. Spring Valley being the oh, first yeah. of those. Yeah. Um, what was your highlight? Is that your best one? My favorite, yeah, Lasonia was my favorite. Oh yeah, but you. Had but I played Lasonia. I didn't know I had, um, which I guess says you know, a lot. Like the full experience of it. Yeah. Where else you go? Spring Valley. Spring, Spring Valley, Shepherd's Crook, Mount um, Prospect. Oh, Mount Prospect. Mount Prospect was cool. That's I think, favorite. but of all, all of those though, I, I I liked the other ones better. Like I think that, and that's nothing against Mount Prospect, but Spring Valley, Shepherd's Crook, and Lasonia were one, two, three. Wow. Um, but I'd go back to, I'm going to go back to all of them next year. Um, I mean, Spring yeah. Valley's built for me more than Mount Prospect is, let's be honest. You know, oh. but I do like Mount Prospect a lot. I yeah. look forward to being back. I don't think so. I played anywhere new this year. Well, that's sad. That's crazy. All right. I'm trying to think back. But I mean, those are, it, put those three in heaven. I'd be, I'd be happy up there. You know? Yeah. We were fortunate good to play some fun golf this year. Good courses. Fun matches. All right, guys. Have a great rest of your rest of your day. Talk to you all next time, Zach. Thank thanks contact. for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Hope to great. see you again soon. I'd hit it yep. again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. But the moment defines you.